hidden in every storybook. Upside down and backwards round, tucked within the afterword, lie the secrets dark and true that fill the pages of the Book of Scary. If your majesty will permit me, I believe I can divine the message of the parchment, said a silken voice. The voice belonged to an ostrich with a beak painted in intricate designs. A headdress of gold links and jewels crowned her head, and her feathers were dusted with green powder. Pig even thought her eyes glowed faintly emerald. As she stared into those eyes, she found herself suddenly understanding that the ostrich was the Lady Estruthia, the priestess of Gaul. How she knew this, Pig could not have said. The king curtly nodded, and the ibex handed the wasted parchment to the priestess. Estruthia then waved a wing over the sodden page and muttered some words in a language Pig had never heard, until the light began to emanate from the shapeless stains that had once been words. "'Little Hog's words are true, your majesty,' said Estruthia. This message comes from the Elder Mouse Longtail, who bid Hog and Wolf bear it for your reading. The Elder Mice implore you to send your army, for they believe the sh- the Shadowbringer has all but taken over the Greenlands. The light died as quickly as it had appeared, and the message was but a sopping rag again. The Rhinoceros King, however, laughed once, a bitter laugh. It made Pig afraid. Longtail is too late, he said. If the master is the Shadowbringer, he has already covered us in his darkness. Those wretches you saw on the shore all betrayed their kings for him. Their kings betrayed each other, and now I am left to watch over the poor beasts they abandoned. Why aren't you fighting him? Why are you sitting still? Pig asked. She lowered her eyes, afraid she might provoke the Mastiff King. But the rhinoceros instead laughed, his giant belly shaking as he did. "'What do you think we're doing, child?' he said. "'Do you think I live in a tent? We marched a historious little hog, the mountain at the top of the world. The profaner has taken it for himself, and holds the elder mice prisoner below it. And make no mistake, Hoglet, we will crush him.' The king resumed his seat on his cushions, and, to Pig's relief, ordered that she and Leap be untied." "'Forgive my severity,' he said. The first kind words he'd said since they met. To Leap he offered a stiff apology. "'The wolves murdered my wife and only child some years ago, "'and the children of many of my friends. "'Your kind are no friend to me, "'but I will not punish you for what you did not do. "'I cannot say we will be brothers, "'but you'll be treated as my guest "'as long as you're on the business of my old friend Longtail.' "'Thank you, your majesty,' said Lee. "'Servants, bring these two some food and water,' said the king. "'Set up a tent for them and see that they are as comfortable as it is possible to be in this wretched wilderness.' After a simple meal of dried fruit and nuts that tasted like a sumptuous feast to the two weary travelers, 
Pig braved another question of the Horned King. Now that our message is delivered, your highness, we had hoped... Well, we had hoped you would help us return home, if you can spare a ship. Return home, said the king. I think not. Even if you could survive another sea journey, I have no intention of releasing you now. But your majesty... I will hear no more of this, the king shouted. Let you go, so that you'll be snatched by the evildoer to be turned against me. Let you go, so that you can lead him to me. You must think me a fool. No, little hog. You and the wolfling are my guests, and you'll remain my guests until I release you. And I will not release you until we have one Mount Historius back from the shadows. So it was war. And though it was war, Pig had to confess she felt safer than she'd felt since leaving her mother's home with her poor, unfortunate brothers. The rhinoceros king's army was twenty thousand strong, with beasts of every fur, scale, and feather. Soon they were joined by the elephant queen and her forces, whose tusked soldiers made up for their limited numbers with sheer body size. Pig liked the elephant queen. She was undoubtedly as fierce as the horned king, but to Pig and Leap she was as gentle as Pig's own mother. My daughter would have been your age, I think, had she not been taken by evildoers long ago. The queen told her. Often Pig's thoughts returned to her mother, and she would feel very sad. She wondered if Mother knew that Strongheart and Meekfoot were dead. Was Mother alive anymore? Had the Master's Legion destroyed her homeland? I can't think about those things now, Pig told herself. There's no going back. It never does any good to worry about places you can't go back to. But worrying about the future was just as painful. Who was this Master? Was he truly the Shadowbringer? If the words of the Goose Mother scroll were true, could he even be defeated? If there be an end to this blight, went the verse. If! And if the Shadowbringer could be defeated, the end, so said the scroll, would be small. Pig did not know what that meant, but she was certain of one thing. There was nothing small about a war. Exhausted by these hopeless thoughts, Pig looked to her traveling companion. Leap had been very quiet since they first reached the Rhinoceros King. He ate little. He stared sadly into the distance. He was not the cheerful pup from the Abbey anymore. What's the matter, Leap? she asked him. Nothing, he said. I just miss my family sometimes. Pig left it at that. She knew something of pain and of wishing to be left alone with it. They traveled for days, stopping only for sleep and to replenish their food and water when they could though sometimes there was none to be found. When they did stop, Pig would listen to the songs and stories of the soldiers. Many of them, too, had lost loved ones the tragic night that Pig was born. Even the Elephant Queen had a song, and it was the saddest of them all. It was one such night of song and story when the moon turned black with winged bodies. With this darkness came the screeches of a hundred thousand bats and owls, each in armor that bore a familiar sigil, black claws and gray shadow. The battle had begun sooner than planned. <laughs>